Hi, this is Jennifer Vanderslice, and this is my brand new podcast, I Saw the Beatles. Thank you for joining me on my inaugural episode. With us today is our very special guest, Beth Lennon, who is actually the creator of I Saw the Beatles. Dot com. Good morning, Beth. Hey, Jen. How are you? Good. How are you doing, Beth? I am doing well, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. Absolutely. How could I not want my creator on the show? Um, <laughs> let's, 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 why don't you tell, tell the audience who you are and where you're from and what you do? Sure. Well, in a nutshell... Uh, my main, my name is Beth Lennon. Uh, while I am related to a John Lennon, I am not related to the Beatle John Lennon, at least as far as I know. Uh, I live in Phoenixville, Pennsylvania currently with my musician husband, and I am a writer. I write books on uh, vintage uh, travel, and I am also a huge Beatles fan. Great, great. So Um, Why don't you tell us about how you came up with the idea of I Saw the Beatles and why I'm hosting the show and you're not? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Well, I think it all came – it really came about um, a few years ago when I saw the movie Eight Days a Week where they had the live footage of the Beatles coming to the U.S. And one of the things that fascinated me about that movie was the fact that they had interviews with people who had been at those shows, Um, you know, and and there were people, like the one specific one I remember is, you know, famous, uh, Whoopi Goldberg, talking about, you know, how they got the tickets and and what it meant to be in in the studio, or excuse me, the audience there. And it occurred to me, I said, wow, you know what? Every single seat in that arena had a person sitting in it that each has their own unique story of being at that show, like how they got there. At like one point, everybody's at the show, but so many different ways of getting there, how they got to be, you know, Beatles fans and stuff. And I just thought, what a cool idea it would be, kind of like a story core thing to, to kind of crowdsource and gather these stories while the people who had seen the Beatles uh, we're still alive. So it was an idea I had then. So I immediately, you know, went out and bought the URL. And it was one that I had worked on a little bit for a couple of years. But with my other writing, I have a website called RetroRoadmap.com, where I write about cool vintage places. And I've just started another book called Just Drive Your Life. And because of the things that I was already doing, I really couldn't, I didn't have, I had the passion for the idea and I saw such wonderful possibilities with it but I didn't have the time to properly devote to it and I thought well if this idea if this idea stays with me it's going to stay on a shelf and what it really needs to do is it needs to get out in the world and it you know this needs to happen but I don't necessarily need to be the person who does it and then of course knowing Jen and knowing what a huge Beatles freak she is and you know how she loves to connect with the Beatles community I thought well you know what maybe this is like this idea came through me but I'm just a conduit maybe I will see if she wants to you know if 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 she wants to you know take it and nourish it and grow it into something awesome and thus you're on your first episode of a podcast yeah so that's what I happened and I thank you for that because I too had been trying to come up with a great idea for a podcast 
And so when you came to me with the idea, it just all seemed to fit together. And on another note, when you mentioned this is the second time you've told me the Whoopi story about seeing Whoopi Goldberg on that in that movie. And I got to admit mm-hmm. that I actually said to my husband after seeing her, I would have liked to have heard more of her story about being yeah. there. I mean, oh, that, yeah, completely. We walked out of there. I thought I wanted to hear more of Whoopi's story. We didn't see enough of Whoopi. <laughs> She didn't get to. She didn't get to say a lot in in that movie. That well, at least I didn't think she did. And um, you know, it, it was an unusual angle at the time to, um, in 1964, to be um, a Black American and be attending concert. And so you know, oh, I would have, Yes, I would have liked to have heard her story. And she, I don't even think she mentioned who she was there with. So that would have been a great story. Maybe sometime we'll get her on. <laughs> There you go. Something good to, to aim for. Yeah, we have we have a friend who um, actually saw the Beatles, I believe, in Washington, D.C. on that tour. And, you know, he's just a, a very lovely, mild-mannered, you know, now retired doctor. But to us, it's always he's extra cool, Tom, Tom S., because he got to see the Beatles and he took photographs there. He had his little camera with him. And so they're a little bit fuzzy and from a distance. But he is one of the few people that actually got to be there firsthand. And you know he has it. You know, everybody's got their story. And I just yeah. thought, what a neat thing. Like, I would be interested in hearing those stories. So I was thinking that other people might, too. And I believe that you're much like myself in the fact that I was born in 1964. And I was a wee bit young to have been uh-huh. going, oh, yeah. you know, to be able to attend a concert. So this, this is, I, you know, you people like you and I have to live vicariously through the other people who did, who did get the opportunity to, uh, to exactly. see them. So we've got the backstory on, on how this all came about this podcast. Mm-hmm. And yep. we also know that you had the opportunity to uh, meet Paul McCartney completely completely unexpectedly but mm-hmm. you've got a first-hand encounter of, I do and I literally I literally have one of those moments where I turn to somebody and I said I'm never washing this hand again um so that's yes. how I feel like I know people have these stories so may I share my Paul McCartney story with you Absolutely, because you would only share a snippet of it with me, and you said I'd have to wait and right. hear it out. So I'm going to sit back yeah. and relax, and I'm going to listen to this story. You got five minutes. It's all yours. Okay. So here's <laughs> yep. So so let me set the stage. So um, as I mentioned, I have been a Beatles fan since I think honestly since I saw probably my parents listened to um, Meet the Beatles when I was growing up. I saw. Uh, eight days, uh, not eight days a week, hard days night on like the Saturday, Sunday afternoon movies. And I've since been enamored with the mop tops and the pop music so much so that fast forward, you know, 20 plus years, I ended up marrying a musician who does Beatlesque music. Uh, his name is Cliff Hillis, cliffhillis.com. You can look him up. Uh, he is a wonderfully talented musician and he actually plays in a number of bands, one of which is Patty Smythe and Scandal. Now, they are famous not only for having the, show, the song I Am the Warrior and Goodbye to You from the 80s, but Patty is also kind of part of a power couple in that she is a famous star in her own right, but she's also married to tennis star John McEnroe. So let's just say that, you know, they 
um, know a lot of famous people. So it was, I believe it was 2017. I looked it up. No, excuse me, 2015. Uh, Cliff and uh, Scandal were playing at this little wonderful divey bar in the Hamptons out in New York. Um, and we were able to, I was able to go. Um, so we spent the weekend out in the Hamptons, which was really fun doing this. They did that a couple of years in a row. And in 2015, after one of the shows, like typically the show would play and then we'd go to somebody's house and there would be a party or a cookout or, you know, different things like that. Well, on this day, and I did quote it, August 23rd, 2015, uh, we were invited to somebody's house for an after party. And the person's house we were invited to was Lauren Michaels from, uh, from Saturday Night Live. So yes, this was wonderful. a big deal. I mean, you know, he's friends with those guys. They're just regular friends. But we're like, whoa, maybe famous people will be here. Like, I was thinking maybe Tina Fey. Like, I would be, you know, smitten. Well, we get you to the were, house. You were, you, very... you, were waiting, you were waiting for the ensemble from, you know, SNL. Exactly. Or just, you know, I mean, I was happy to even just be in the presence of people who could get into this house. So I wasn't hoping for mm-hmm. The fact that I was there was a gift enough. So I was happy with every single moment of that entire experience, but we get into the house and it ends up, yep, of course, Mm -hmm. appreciating it and savoring it and Mm -hmm. saying, thank you universe for getting me here. Mm -hmm. And so we get into the house and it's actually a very small, it's not the house, but that the the event itself was really very small. It was a handful of friends that, um, that Lauren and his lovely wife had um, invited a few people over. And it was mainly honestly just um, Patty and John and the band and the band wives. So this was really neat. You know, we got to talk about their artwork and just sit there and, you know, different organic kind of conversations. Um, and at one point, I'll be honest with you, my husband and I, we are, we are a little bit reticent. We are a little bit, you know, we're not flashy famous people. So we were kind of sitting in the back, you know, background, just absorbing the fact that we were even there. And literally we were, we were pay, playing with the dogs. They had a really sweet dog. So Cliff is sitting in a seat um, somewhat adjacent to uh, to Lorne. There's a there's a little table between these two chairs, and Lorne is facing one way, talking to somebody, and Cliff and I are sitting there playing with the dog, and Cliff happens to notice Lorne's cell phone go off. And he looks down at Lorne's cell phone, and Lorne is busy facing the other way, chatting with somebody. And Cliff says, uh, Lorne, um, hey, your cell phone, your cell phone's buzzing. And as he looked at it, he saw that the name of the person calling was Paul McCartney. Now, I will admit that if your my phone rang and it had that name on it, I would think somebody was totally pranking me. But here we are in a very nice Hamptons house with people who are world famous. So sure enough, Lauren answers the phone and says, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, Paul, we're still around. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, by the way, not direct quote, but the gist was <laughs> we're still up. We've got people over the house. Why don't you guys come on over? So the energy in the room had been very cool to begin with, but I'm telling you, as soon as that kind of word got out around the thing, Paul McCartney's coming, Paul McCartney's coming, Paul McCartney's coming. We are all trying to be so cool and be really like, oh, yeah, no big deal. But inside we're like, we're like the, you know, the people who were screaming in a hard day's night, like, oh, my God, Paul McCartney's going to be here. Sure enough, he and his lovely wife show up, and it was wonderful. He said hello to everybody in the band. 
you know, kind of shook everybody's hand. And here's where I totally do give props to my lovely husband because he had maybe, maybe 30 seconds with Paul before, you know, Paul was then going to go chat with his friends and things. He, my husband took 15 of his 30 seconds with Paul McCartney and he pushed me in front and he said, Paul, I would love you to meet my wife. Her, you know, her, her last name is Lennon and her father's name was John Lennon. And I'm there kind of deer in the headlights and I shook his hand <laughs> and I just, and it was great. You know, he said, Oh, are you Irish? And I was like, yeah, I am. Or whatever. Uh, Paul McCartney, <laughs> you know? And then I realized that this <laughs> I gentleman, it. this, yeah. And this is the cool thing I realized is like, I was born in 66. He has been dealing with people having that reaction to him for longer than I have been on the planet. So he was just natural and graceful and, it was wonderful. So, so yeah, so that was, that was wonderful. And I don't know how many more minutes I have because I have a couple of other ancillary stories if you want to hear some more details. Well, we're going to have to save them for another show because they okay. have informed me that my time is up. But um, there you go. Still, well, you know it, what? It, it, it is still, re- it is still recording. So we'll get, we'll get our outro out. You can find Mod Betty, a.k.a. Beth uh-huh. Lennon, at RetroRoadMap.com. You can find her husband at cliffhillis.com and you can see a picture of them at Lauren Michaels house with Paul McCartney on the slide show on this episode. Is there anything else you'd like to say, Beth? No, I just want to say congratulations for starting this podcast and I can't wait to hear all the future episodes. And thank you so much for giving me this opportunity and I hope together we can make a successful show out of it. Have I a look good day, Matt. That. that sounds awesome. Thanks, you too. Goodbye, and until next Bye. time, folks. This is I Saw the Beatles. See you next week.